Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Hey, welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast in right here at YouTube.com. Forward slash Steve Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe and notify bell next to it. If you're on the YouTube, to make sure you're always getting that new Going In Raw content. If you're on your iOS podcast app or whatever podcast app you might be listening to Going In Raw on, you can always leave us a rating or a review if you really want to help promote the show. Another great way to uh, support Going In Raw is by going to the Patreon. Patreon.com. True. Slash true. Steve and Larson, we've got this great Friendo Care package, a $120. Show what you get, Steve. Patreon donation, pledge, whatever you want to call it. Show what you get. You see the Steve sticker? You see the Larson sticker? Oh, yeah, the cream of the crop going in raw sticker. You get those in the Friendo Care Package. You also get this autographed going in raw postcard. Wow. You get this. This is great. I love this because we make the Friendos choose yeah. which poster they have to put up. Mecha Santa? No. Or Top Knot yes. Super Best? Yes. And as the main event... An autographed Going In Raw comic wow. book. Patreon exclusive. A brand no new. No one else gets it. Wow. A brand new Stephen Larson adventure right that there. That can only happen within the pages of a comic book. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely true. We're talking about giant frogs with diapers terrorizing a suburban community. Yeah. And only Stephen Larson knows the key. Isn't there a giant donut too? Uh, no, there's a luchador named El Gigante, whatever donut it is in Spanish. Oh. I that is. My microphone is it's a little weird. It's too big. It's too high. It's too high. Much like many people in California know that this. Marijuana is legal. Oh. Eyeball. Oh, it's a giant eyeball. There you go. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's a good comic. It's good. You did great work, Steve. It's solid work. See right here. Giant, giant donut. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's our logo. That's the logo for the comic book company. Anyways, good stuff. So... Anyway. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble happened. We're going to talk about the Royal Rumble. Yeah. We totally did a live stream. Thanks, everybody, for showing up for the live stream. We had like 3,000 Yeah, there was a lot of people there. Thank you very much for uh, joining us, mm-hmm. watching the Rumble with us, yeah, sharing your thoughts, supplying us with Super Chat questions. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. 
Um, overall, a fun show with a fairly confusing ending. Yeah, the ending was uh, really head-scratching. Um, we found out early on that the uh, Women's Rumble was going to be the main event. I was totally fine with that. Oh, yeah, totally. I thought it was great, you know, history-making Royal Rumble. Look, here's the thing. I don't care if it's the most podunk indie show or if it's the WWE. Rumbles are fun. They are. Rumbles are a blast. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, we got a pro wrestling tee shop, too. You're wearing that shirt. This is not on there. However, until uh, Monday at noon, at noon, we're going to put this a- a- up ASAP. Monday at noon. 15% off everything. Big rumble sale. Site-wide. Promo code rumble. Yes. Yeah. We have shirts. ProWrestlingTees.com slash going in raw. Even if you watch this after that time period, we still have a great selection of shirts. They're just, they just won't be 15% off. Exactly. They'll be 15% more than you. Well, they'll be regularly priced. Exactly, yeah. Um, no discount whatsoever. Anyways, yeah, over, all in all, fun show. Um, yeah. The, the, the highlight was the men's rumble, though. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was absolutely, this was, you know, it, it, the last time, when's the last time we left a rumble on a real huge high? Uh, Orton won last year. Triple H the year before that. <laughs> yeah, Triple H. And then, uh, not Batista. Oh, Reigns. Reigns. Then Batista. Batista. And then before that was Cena. Seamus, I think, before, before that. Before that. It's just a slew of names that are not great for Rumble wins. No. This year was fantastic. Yeah, they actually gave the fans something they might actually want. Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, this was this, this this men's rumble was actually booked almost to perfection. It yeah. was fantastic. So we'll start from the beginning in the pre-show. I'm sorry, the kickoff show. Kickoff show. We'll run the, through this quickly. I only really watched one and a half of these matches because I watched them all because why not? During the the last half of the club revival match and the first half of Mojo and Bobby Roode, I was on my way over here. Yeah. By the way, this is the last. Hopefully, the last big pay per view. The last pay per view we're gonna do. We're gonna be live streaming. Hopefully, here at the here in the Casa office. Hopefully, never say never though. Right? I know we yeah. could be here till Mania. I know, maybe yeah, might be Mania. Yeah. Um, Anyways, kicked off with uh, some 205 live action with maybe 300 people in, in attendance in the arena. Um, Drew Gulak, Jack Gallagher, and TJP took on Kalisto, Lince Dorado, and Grand Metalik. It's a fun match. No, this is a lot of fun. I I, I kind of wish that they would establish some sort of trios title. I of know. some sort because I can't get enough of look, I'm not a huge fan of Kalisto when he's on the mic, but gosh darn it, when he's in the ring, he's a hell of a wrestler. He's very good. Kalisto, Lince Dorado, and Grand Metalik are a fantastic team. They're a lot of fun. Um this is a lot of fun. The match itself is a lot of fun. Kalisto got the pin on TJP. I only wish they had to wait another half hour before having this match start. Some more people were in attendance to witness it live in person. Well it wouldn't be a two oh five live match, Larson, would it? If there were more people. Well no, if it was a two oh five live match, there'd be a lot of people sitting on their hands. Yeah, that's true. But there'd be a lot more people in the building. The club versus the revival. Who won? Kalisto pinned TJP after Salido del Sol. I actually did say that. You just started running over me towards the tail end of that. I didn't hear you say that, so it didn't happen. Okay, it's not, it was it was not canon when I no. I got you. Next up, we had the club. Did you say Wilder won with the roll up? I didn't. I didn't even mention this match yet. Versus the revival. This, of course, was the big rematch from Raw 25. Yeah, when the revival got squashed when by the club and annihilated by all the legends and Finn Balor. Everybody claimed that the revival were buried, demonetized. No. But no, the club ended up eating the, the pin. This time it was uh, Wilder uh, rolled up Anderson after a pretty nasty looking chop block. Yeah. 
Somebody said, I really wish that they would actually start using the chop block as, as a, a finisher, finisher, as a real finisher. Because it looks bad. Yeah. People have been injured from it before. Oh, yeah, especially they, you take it to the side, side of the leg. They showed it, they, they did it during the Gable-Benjamin match, but it was only a couple months ago that it, one of the Usos got injured legit from yeah, yeah. chop block. From yeah. Match. Anyways, uh, yeah, the Revival go over. They're no longer buried, I'm assuming. Maybe the club is now buried. I don't know. No, they're going to they're gonna trade some wins, I feel like. Best of seven series between club and Revival, yay or nay? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. But yeah. then they all team up for a trios title. Yeah, who would join the Revival team against Balor Club? Who's like a, a throwback type John wrestler? John Cena. He's a throwback type wrestler. About Samoa Joe if he weren't hurt. Sure, why not? Did Joe ever team up with the Revival during their time together? I don't believe so. Uh, Maybe Joe a house was, show. Joe was more of an AOP guy. Yeah. Yeah, we saw that match. Yeah. Um, Mojo. Oh, so Bobby Roode had his U.S. Uh, title open challenge. Hello. We did that. We, we're doing that currently on our Well, show. that was actually established before we ever did it. John Cena did that. Oh, yeah. We just bit off him, but then they so stopped did, so doing it. AJ Styles. AJ Styles did it for a while. Yeah, I know. A bunch of people did it before us. That's why we liked it so much. Yeah. And we decided to keep doing it, but they had stopped doing it. Well, because no one was U.S. champion, Steve. They had tournaments to declare new U.S. champion. Hey, hey. I was us cha- champion. He just held in people's faces. Yeah. It's not the same. No. Anyways, uh, a, lot of, a lot of names thrown out there by wrestling Twitter as far as who's going to answer the open challenge. Bobby Lashley, maybe James Storm. EC3, the latest NXT signee. By the way, we're going to have a takeover review on Monday. Or is that going to go up Monday or Tuesday? No, no, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do okay. it Monday. All right. Probably go up Tuesday morning then. Yeah. Um, turn out to be Mojo Raleigh. Look, they're not going to debut a massive new signing. On the pre-show. On the pre-show in what's guaranteed to be a loss to Bobby Roode. I know. So Mojo Raleigh was the exact good for Mojo Raleigh. got on the show. Yeah. It's kickoff show. You don't get royalties on the DVD sales. Unfortunately, no. But you are... On the card. When you're on the card. Exposure's good. It is. Bobby yeah. Roode picked up the win with the glorious DDT. Yeah. Are we sure about that? Did we confirm that? Well, I read that he won with the DDT, so I can only assume it was <laughs> glorious. We saw, we saw like the match here. I saw the pinfall, but I didn't see the move. I was and they didn't my computer. Replay. They no, didn't they replay didn't. it. They yeah. went straight to some backstage stuff. Anyway, or the kickoff show, sorry. The kickoff stuff. Panel. Uh, yeah. And then we had our main show, thank goodness. Yes. I was really pleasantly surprised. By this uh, opening match for the WWE Championship, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in a handicap match versus AJ Styles. The feud behind this has been really kind of mediocre. It's been bunk. I mean, it's been bunk. You've got, look, these all three of these guys are, are some of the top talents They're the world, world class. They're world class talents. Top notch. Yeah. And, uh, but just, you know, the, I don't know, it's just, it's, you guys watched the our creative hasn't been review. Great. No, it has not been good. Creative hasn't been good. And thankfully... Shane McMahon stayed out of this match. Right. Daniel Bryan stayed out of this match. All of that stuff was pushed to the side for just a really, really fun handicap match. Yeah. It started off a little goofy. Mm Mm-hmm. A little bit. And then uh, around the time, uh, I'd say, I'll say this spot, where uh, Kevin Owens, hearkening back to SmackDown last week, missed a cannonball attempt on AJ. Yeah. Hit his leg against the, the turnbuckle again. Mm-hmm. He's still on leg injury. Yeah, he needs to stop doing that cannonball. Well, if gonna he's going to do it, he needs to hit it. Yeah. And from that point on, things got a little more serious. AJ hit Sami Zayn with a moonsault. Oh, that, that move is phenomenal, oh, dare I say. It's beautiful. It is. He should do that more often. It wasn't quite the double moonsault we saw from Cien Almas. We're going to talk a lot about that match. Oh, that was phenomenal tomorrow because, my goodness. It was something else. I like this. This next bit was really great. So they did that thing where... Owens 
flipped AJ. They're in the corner, and Owens goes back on his back as he has AJ with him, and he flipped him back. Yeah. And then o- AJ, I was going to say OJ, whoa, uh, AJ turns that into a Hoonan Kanrana on Sami Zayn. On Sami Zayn. That was really cool. Yeah, that was something else. I'd actually never seen that before. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. Again, when you got these three guys who know how to innovate, yeah. let them go out and innovate. And then let them do what they do best, wrestle. <laughs> we say that about WWE, the WWE product a lot. I know. Save for NXT. Well, I, exactly. For some reason, they let them wrestle in NXT. Yeah. They should really do that in the main roster, too. Anyways, uh, AJ puts Kevin Owens in the calf crusher, trying to get him to submit with his injured leg. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn breaks it up. Uh, AJ gets hit with a kick from Kevin Owens, and then Zane uh, converts that into a blue thunderbomb on AJ. But AJ kicked out at two. Of course, that's how Sami Zayn beat AJ. Well, last it was a Haluva kick now. followed up by a blue right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, AJ hits uh, Sami Zayn with phenomenal form. Owens comes in, breaks it up. Um, in the end, there's this bit where Owens and Zayn were trying to tag in, mm-hmm. and they just weren't connecting. But they're was, like they're this close. And you're you you're out like you're Owens, so you're doing this. You're not even trying to get so you're over here. Yeah. You're not trying to get my hand. But they were trying to avoid each other's hands pretty much. <laughs> exactly. They were plenty close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um anyways, eventually Owens comes in, tries to pop up power bomb AJ. AJ reverses it to the roll. Pa- problem was Owens was not the legal man. Never tagged in. Well, it wasn't really a problem for AJ Styles because they called the one, two, three. Yeah. He wins, retains his championship. Where's the consistency, Steve? We saw a couple weeks back on SmackDown, same scenario play out in a tag match between the Usos and Gable and Benjamin. There was a ref that ran down after uh, one of the Usos protested and, and, and told the ref, hey, not the legal men. You gotta restart the match. Well, Where was the ref this time to restart maybe, this match? If you let me talk, maybe I just want consistency. Steve. Yeah, no, I agree. Maybe this is consistency. Maybe they decided after that the the debacle of the last one, which USO is which. Maybe they're like, look, you know what? From now on, referee's decision is final. Well, here's the thing, though. Okay, I get that. They're still playing that legal man business in the two out of three falls match, the SmackDown tag title match. Oh, my God, I know. And the, the problem with it, it's, that followed up this match. That yeah. was like the next match they yeah. started going into, who's the legal man? <laughs> yeah, no, that was annoying. It was a little annoying. Anyways, uh, after Owens and Zayn lost, they met up with Shane McMahon backstage and complained to him, hey, hey. Owens, not legal man. Hey, you got to do something about this, Shane. Once again, Kevin Owens complaining. The ref screwed us out of a win. Did you see what happened out there? Shane, did you see what happened? What did Shane say? Yep. That's all he said, and he walked off. And he walks off. Big smile on his face. But you know what? Hey, I'm happy because I didn't have to hear Shane go, I heard what happened out there, and what I'm going to do is... Yeah, he just said one word. He just said one word. Uh, next up, we had Benjamin and Gable versus the Usos. This was a, a, a fairly surprising outcome. Not so much that the Usos won, because I thought that it was kind of a coin flip who'd win this match. Yeah. But they slept. Two falls to zero. I kind of felt, see, I, so I didn't think it was as much of a toss-up as you did. But we both picked. I was super wrong. Gable (laughs) and Benjamin, though. I know, because I felt like, my reasoning for that was, what else are they going to do with Gable and Benjamin if they lose this? Because there's really nothing else. I mean, they can, I I, I I just don't know what else they were going to do with them. Yeah, they can continue to languish on in the tag team division. Part of the problem, and the big problems with the creative, is that they don't really know what they want Benjamin and Gable to be. We've seen signs that they want them to be kind of tweeners, 
you know, like who have who who talk crap maybe, but don't really cheat in the ring. Yeah, they there's don't no do anything, cheating this time. They don't do anything mean or dastardly, really. Right, but then for the you most know, part, they go out there and they cut a promo one week, running down the crowd, and that is kind of that's obviously a heelish thing. Yeah, to yeah. Do. So the crowd's not going to cheer them because mm-hmm. they're not obviously faces, mm-hmm. but they're not really going to boo them either because they're not obviously heels. So the crowd has no idea how to respond to them, and so they just don't. Yeah. And that's the main problem because Gable and Benjamin are fantastic oh, wrestlers yeah. Oh, yeah. who the crowd, they don't know what to do with them. So um, in the end, oddly enough, like it was a fun match. There was a lot of really, really yeah, fun yeah, yeah. stuff happening. Um, the Usos swept two falls to none. They picked up the first fall and then they picked up the second fall. Yeah. So, and yeah, there was a lot of, you know, yapping and yapping about who's the legal man here, who's the legal man here. There was a lot of that kind of yapping during the match. Yeah, there was a good stretch before the first fall, probably like 12 or so minutes. And then uh, Jay Uso picked, uh, pins Gable after stereo super kicks. They mm-hmm. won the first fall. And then uh, shortly thereafter, Jay rolled up uh, Shelton Benjamin to win the second fall and to win the match. Yeah. And there wasn't, apart from Gable and Benjamin hitting their finisher on Jimmy on the outside, I don't really feel like they got a whole lot of offense. No, they really didn't. They really didn't. So, anyways, I mean, it was just kind of a bizarre, like I said, there was a lot of good wrestling here. But I'm just kind of surprised still they didn't give Gable and Benjamin a fall in between the two just to add a little bit more drama to it. I know. I know. I don't get it either. It's weird. Um, Next up we had, I mean, I'm assuming it was to... I mean, you got to figure they cut one of the matches. I'm assuming the Cruiserweight match wasn't going to be in the kickoff, but I guess it could have been. Oh, it probably would have been. I would have thought, In yeah. place of maybe the U.S. title match. And or maybe in, place, in place of the Cruiserweight match that was in, on the pre-show. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. There was a Cruiserweight match. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, Next with the Men's Rumble. This was a blast. This was, in my opinion, one of the best booked matches, uh, Rumble matches, we've seen in a very long time. Obviously, earlier in the show, we talked about the past couple winners and how underwhelming they have been. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I picked Roman Reigns to win. Which was a very, very safe pick. I mean, up until very recently, he was the number one. We can talk about betting odds now. Yeah, yeah. He was number one in the betting odds. Yeah. Nakamura was always up there. Yeah, he was. He topped him for a while, fell back down, then just towards the tail end of this week, jumped back towards the top. Yeah. I mean, I, Roman was going to be my number two. I just, I don't know. There was no reason for me to, here's the thing, there's no real reason for me to believe that that they were going to try to cater to the crowd because we all knew the crowd was Well, especially when we heard the women's rumbles be the main event. Uh-huh. I thought, oh, they're sticking the men's rumble in the middle of the show because Roman's going to win. They don't want to end the show with everybody booing Roman. Yeah, but then when you hear the boos that he got on his way out, it was like, okay, no, they, they, they can't go with him, can mm-hmm. they? They really can't. Um, and on top of that, like you've talked, uh, you've talked about how you feel like Balor has a lot of momentum, and Nakamura yes. doesn't have any momentum. Yeah. And my counter to that was, well, what better way to have, like, instant momentum than to win the Rumble? And they need – they've never cared about Reigns having momentum or not having momentum. No. They just do whatever they want with them. Yeah. With Nakamura, if they want – you know, I mean, you never know what they want, but if you really want a guy to get momentum, who they kind of have to know – could pick up heat at any time if he just has something cool happen. Mm-hmm. Well, what cooler thing is there than winning the Rumble in a really, really well-booked match? Mm-hmm. The final four was fantastic. Yeah, really good. It was really fun. Let's kick off the beginning, though. First two win was a Rusev. Got a great intro- uh, introduction from Aiden English. Mm-hmm. And a new Balor. Wow, a new Balor debuted. Burgundy Balor. Let me just double-check that that's... Uh, that's oh, you put a poll up. I put a poll up to make sure... Because somebody in, in our Discord chat... And unfortunately, Burgundy Balor did not win the Rumble. Otherwise, he would have jumped to the top spot. 
in the Bauer Power Rankings. Oh, for sure. But he did make it to the Final Four. Lasted long longer than anybody in the match. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's 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 look at our after thirteen twelve hundred ninety eight votes. Burgundy Balor won. I'm going to say won with 59% of the vote. We can call it now. Yeah, it's a win. We can call that it. That seems pretty substantial. Burgundy Balor. Anyways, Burgundy Balor. So, mm-hmm. uh, Gray Balor is still number one in the power rankings, correct? Yes, correct. Number two would be standard Man Balor then? No, man. Number two is Demon Balor. Number three is Man Balor. I, I kind of feel like number three is Burgundy Balor. He may not have won the Rumble, but he's in it for almost oh, an hour. He's in there for a long time. For almost an hour. Not a huge sample size, but in your opinion, enough of a sample yeah. size to declare him number two. Yeah. No, three. No, number oh, number three. Yeah. Behind Demon. So, okay. Gray Balor, one. Demon Balor, two. Burgundy Balor, three. Okay. Standard Man Balor, four. Man Balor, four. And then I think five. The is Red Balor. Yeah. And then White Balor. Well, Blue Balor has to be in there somewhere, too. Yeah, and then is Blue Balor. Those blue trunks look great, too. Because I think Blue Balor lost, but White Balor won, but they were both on the house show circuit. Yeah, so it's kind of non-canon. Yeah, but they're, you know... But then Pumpkin Balor at the very bottom. Way at the bottom. Way at the bottom. Yeah, he's terrible. Anyways, Finn Balor had a fantastic showing. He did. Um, I was really pulling for him. I wanted him to win. Um... I'm, I don't know what it is. Like, within the last six months, I've really turned around with Finn Balor. You love the guy. I do. That's I find awesome. him very relatable these days. I love him, You know what, I, know what I think it is? It's when I was like, I'm going to start working out. Whose body do I aspire to ultimately have? Yeah. Finn Balor. Yeah. And for some reason, I find him endlessly relatable now. That's good, man. Whatever reason it He takes. just seems like a, a normal dude. You know what it took for me is when he said, Captain, New Japan, yeah. get the out of you. And I got into... Prince oh, once Devitt. you get into Prince Devitt, you understand completely. Oh, I love you know Balor. why he's great. Finn Balor's fantastic. He's real. Real. <laughs> Number three, we had Rhino come down. We have to go through all the entries. But well, we some of the funnier through. ones are great. Baron Corbin's number four. He got eliminated like almost immediately. Well, he eliminates Rhino, and yeah. then Balor eliminates him, and then Corbin just lays out everybody else. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, he's walking up the ramp. He Slater comes out at five, lays him out too. And for the longest time between uh, when he walked down the ramp and when Sheamus come in at 11, Anytime someone walks down the ring, they throw a kick mm-hmm. or a punch at Slater. Yeah. Uh, we had Elias at six. That was awesome. He kicks Slater. He's playing his guitar. Everybody's laid out from, from Corbin, so he gets in the ring, gets to sing, and says, I'm going to get this song in before that clock starts counting again. He says, that clock has stopped and won't start again until I'm done with my song. Well, he didn't talk to the guy in production in the truck. Well, he did just right as he said it. I guess, yeah, I guess so, because regardless of the fact that he did not finish his song, the clock began again, and out at number seven, El Idolo. Man, we popped hard for all. I popped up. so hard for Andre. Oh, that was great. And he had a fantastic show. He was in the match for more than a half hour. Yeah, coming off that match against Gargano, which, in my opinion, at this point, is match of the year oh, yeah. across promotions. Yes. Oh man, I was so happy to see him, and the crowd gave him a good pop. Too. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. So unexpected. Yeah, really, really Very was. unexpected. Um, Bray Wyatt came in at eight. Yeah. Big E at nine. Yeah. Ten, of course. Was gonna be tied. Supposed to be tied, but his package plays, but he's not coming out. Yeah. Cut backstage. Owens and Zayn are beating him up. Yeah. Owens says, "Okay, I got this," and Zayn says, "No, no. I got it. I got it." He goes to the ring. He's number ten. Yeah. Sheamus at eleven. Sheamus throws Slater back in the ring, thinking he's got an easy elimination. Instead, no. Slater he's eliminated by Slater. Yeah. You got Xavier Woods at 12, Cruz at 13, Shinsuke Nakamura, the eventual winner at number 14. Cesaro. He was in for a little long time, too. Wow, yeah. Cesaro came in at 15, 
Kofi Kingston at 16. We got a great bit with uh, Kofi again. And gender. And gender. Gender. Because gender eliminated Xavier Woods and Big E. And Big E, yeah. Um, and then he was going after Kofi. He threw Kofi out. Um, Kofi's one of Kofi's feet lands on Xavier Woods, mm-hmm. and then Big E comes over and puts a plate of pancakes on the ground so he can step on it. Yeah. And then they they kind of boost him back in the ring. Over Jinder, he eliminates Jinder. Yeah. In between all that, Seth Rollins came in with some awesome pants with fire on him. He had some Guy Fieri inspired pants. Yeah. They were flame pants. Yeah. Yeah. Next, Woken Matt Hardy mm-hmm. at 19. Um, Wyatt and Hardy have a stare down. They decide to eliminate Rusev together. Rusev was supremely oh my goodness with the crowd. If he, he would have won, that building would have exploded. Oh, big time, yeah. Um, and eventually they just brawled and eliminated each other, Wyatt and Hardy, that is. Cena comes in at 20. Everybody left, and the match just teams up on Cena. That was fun. That was fun. Um, but then he eliminates Elias. Yeah, that was Next, fun. surprise entry, the it's hurricane. The, it's the hurricane. Everyone stand back. He gets eliminated by Cena. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty quickly, but he still does the pose. Yeah, he does the pose. He was great. Uh, Aiden English at 22, and at number 23, Adam Cole, baby! Baby, 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 baby. With, with the rib slash back tape. With the rib and back tape. That was amazing. That was great. It was yeah, so good to hear that. We marked out big time for that. Shock well. the system come on the Titan Shock the system. Oh, that was awesome. Randy Orton came in at number 24. I was really pulling for him. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't happen. He eliminated almost, though. Yeah. Then I stopped rooting for him. Yeah. Uh, Titus O'Neil at 25. The Miz at 26. And then another surprise. Returning to the WWE, Ray Mysterio, who looked a, like a million bucks. Yeah, he looked great. And he was way faster than he was last time he was in the company. Yep. Holy crap. So I don't know what this means, whether they're going to bring him back full time. I don't know. Oh. Um, you, you know, we'd heard that he was, had been in negotiations with Impact. Yeah. Maybe it's a one-time deal. Maybe he's going to come out or the 205 Live. Maybe he's going to be the next GM. Who knows? Could be. But with both him and the Hurricane, two very, very solid choices I mean, for GM of 205 I Live. I would think if it was my, if my gut talking to me, it's, he's going to say, Hey, Steve. He's going to say, Ray Mysterio's too big. Well, hello. He's going to say, Ray Mysterio's too big for 205 Live. Not physically, obviously, but star power. He's headed to Maine. And Hurricane, Hurricane's going to be the general manager of 205 Live. But you could think, you could say also that Rey Mysterio being the GM and maybe part-time wrestler of 205 Live would pop ratings. Oh, big time. It'd be really smart for them to do so that. if they want a, a name that's going to grab potential... But what uh, do you think? Hey, 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 Dad, we got a great idea. We're able to get Ray in on a part-time schedule, uh, but he can be there weekly for TV. Put him up to Maine! That's what Vince would say. <laughs> No, we're thinking for, just hear me out, we're thinking GM for a 205 Live. And put him on a raw! <laughs> All right, Dad. Uh, Mysterio sadly eliminated Adam Cole, baby! Well, if it wasn't for that rib tape, maybe he had a better chance of winning. Yeah, maybe. He had a, I mean, he was in there for a little while. Yeah, he was. It wasn't like it was immediate. Yeah. Uh, next, Roman Reigns at 28. Boom. Uh, him and Miz had a little bit. Eventually, Reigns eliminated Miz. Uh, powerbomb them onto the Miztourage. Then he eliminated Seth Rollins. Yeah, Seth kind of helped really? him out. Yeah. Um, Gold Dust at 29. Boo. And then number 30. Just a record. I'm here yeah. to show the world. Dolph Ziggler at number 30. Storms of the Ring. Uh, you know, punches a few people and then is eliminated by Finn Balor. Yeah. Roman Reigns getting revenge for his elim- elimination last year. Eliminates Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Balor eliminates Ray. So your final four, Nakamura, Burgundy Balor, 
Cena. <laughs> Roman Reigns. Yeah. And they really played up. I mean, look, they could, they dolled it up as much as they could in terms of how they spoke on it. But this is essentially fan favorites versus company men. Well, it was also kind of the, the – and they did it at the final six, actually, too, where you had Cena, Orton, and Mysterio up against uh, Nakamura, Balor, and Reigns, mm-hmm. where you have kind of the new guard against the, the old, old guard. guard against new guard. But then when it came down to Cena and Reigns, it was who, who's, yeah, yeah. who are the Vince guys and who are probably the Triple H guys? Yeah. You know, uh, Nakamura and Balor. Yeah. Um, Cena eliminated Burgundy Balor. Oh, I was pissed about that. Yeah, we both were. I was pissed. Not happy. Not happy. Uh, then Nakamura eliminates Cena. So your final two. I was very happy about that. Um, Nakamura and Reigns. Um, and then eventually they had a really good back and forth, kind of wrestled a decent one-on-one match for a little mm-hmm. bit. And then Nakamura eliminates Roman Reigns um, after Kinshasa. Yeah, crowd went nuts. Yeah. Nuts. Because once Finn was out, the, then everybody focused their, their love on Nakamura. That's two years in a row where Roman Reigns has been the last person eliminated. So the, uh, the person that wins, not that Nakamura needs it, gets that extra little bit of face heat. A bit more face heat, yeah. Just a bit more. Absolutely. Because that can be the thing now. Reigns is always the last person eliminated from the Rumble to get that face pop for whoever nice wins. Big face guy, yeah, maybe. yeah. I'd like. So that. Uh, after the match, uh, Renee Young comes in the ring, asks Nakamura, "Who are you going to face? You get your choice. You want Lesnar? The crowd's popping for AJ or AJ. Style. Yeah, they're, they're chanting AJ. AJ. And, and in fact, he says AJ Styles. Huge pop. Come on. This could be great. It's going to be the match of the night, probably. Oh, it's going to be the match of the night. One of my favorite matches. I keep. I always say it. One of my fa- favorite matches. I but tell you, it might be my actual you favorite. Need to match. watch Nakamura versus Kota Bushi Wrestle Kingdom Nine. I will do that. You should do it tonight after I leave. Wow, you really should. Maybe. It's twenty minutes. Yeah, we'll see. You can get it in. I've been. You I've can been wait on Star Trek Discovery. Whoa, hold on a second. You can there. spare twenty minutes. I was gonna. I was literally gonna say I need to hang out with my family. But then you said Star Trek Discovery, and I was like, oh, screw my family. i got to watch Star Trek Discovery. And after that, you can watch Nakamura versus Ibushi. No, I need to hang out with my family at some point. I'll tell you, that I'll, that match is, like, New Japan's stiff. <laughs> yeah. Some of, the, some of the spots in there are just brutal. Yeah. I was watching some uh, DDT Pro highlights. Oh, yeah. And there was a guy who got Death Valley driver through, uh, like, an office cubicle table. <laughs> they were, like, in an office, like a proper office. I need, cubicles to, watch. And I need stuff. to watch some of that stuff. <laughs> there were, like, people, like... Gosh, that's great. <laughs> I always love that. I've seen that bit of video, and I think that's, they, they, they play it during, they have a video package between, uh, before the Nakamura Bushi match, and there's the Bushi doing D Pro stuff, and they're in like some sort of pond or something, okay. and Bushi's doing a moonsault off to somebody, yeah. onto somebody in the water. Sounds good. And there's this other spot I've, I've seen, it might have been there or something else, where there's, I don't know, like a small barge. Yeah. <laughs> Like three by three or four by four okay. that people are wrestling on, and someone's in the water holding it because they're trying to do spots. Uh-huh. But if no one holds the barge, yeah. that thing's going to topple right top. over. <laughs> oh, it's great! Oh, I love it. That's so awesome. That's my next monthly streaming purchase. Is this DAT Pro Universe or whatever? It's oh, heck yes. Um, anyways, we have a sponsor for today's Going In Raw episode, Larson. So we'd like to take this time to thank the sponsor of today's episode of Going In Raw, Fuego Box. Everyone's done all the standard gift items, clothes, cologne, and a nice bottle of liquor. Done, done, and done. But we've got something different and much better than any of those this holiday season. It's not really holiday season, but we're leading up to WrestleMania, so it's WrestleMania season. Yes. Do you put hot sauce on everything? If so, it's time to check out Fuego Box, a hot sauce club that delivers boxes of small batch and gourmet hot sauces right to your doorstep. They focus on flavor over heat and always avoid gimmicky selections. Think of it as a hot sauce club for people who love food. 
Yeah, to purchase, go to FuegoBox.com and use code RAW1 for 10 bucks off your first box. That's FuegoBox.com, promo code RAW1, that's R-A-W and number one, for 10 bucks off the best hot sauces you've probably never heard of. Thanks again to Fuego Box. Yes, thank That's you awesome. very much. Uh, next up, we had Shane and Daniel Bryan backstage, like, super celebrating. Evidently, seeing, I think you were out of the room when this was, yes. what, was happening. Totally simpatico. Hmm. Totally on the same page, both super excited. Camera sort of moves out a little bit, and Kurt Angle and Stephanie are both there. They're kind of like, you know, obviously not happy that their guy didn't win, Roman Reigns. Um, or at least someone from Raw. Or somebody from Raw, exactly. And they're saying, well, we've got a great Universal title match coming up. No, you don't, Kurt. It sucked. Um, and he's like, so we're very happy about all this stuff. And Stephanie's like, yeah, we've got the historic first women's match. So, um, yeah, it was fun, though. I mean, it was, it was the only time we saw Daniel Bryan. Um, and him and Shane were fine. There were none of those weird shenanigans. I really hope that stuff is behind them. Yes. It probably isn't. No. But I hope it is. No. I imagine they're going to have to figure something out with Kevin Owens complaining about not being the legal man. Yeah. After the massive high of Nakamura winning the men's rumble, um, everybody in the arena uh, pretty much went to sleep during this C-bar versus Seth Rollins, Jason Jordan. Which is a bummer because Seth Rollins, after being in the rumble for a decent stretch, pretty much carried this match for his team. Storyline, he, he absolutely did. He absolutely did. Because uh, um, so, early on, Cesaro shoves Jason Jordan um, into the ring post. And apparently that concussed Jason Jordan completely because he was out ringside being attended to by medical staff. Um, and then when he eventually finally gets back up on their apron, he tags Seth in, feels woozy, not exactly steady on his feet, tags Seth back in the match. Before Seth even has a chance to get into the match, yeah, yeah. he tags him back in and Seth says, what are you doing? And uh, then Seth goes into uh, and basically gets beat. Yeah, he eats a bro kick, and then the bar hits the finisher. They win new tag team champions. Yeah, we both called this. I figured it would have been more of a dissension in the ranks type thing. Well, I was and not expecting. Jason Jordan, you know, them not following concussion protocol type yeah, thing. Yeah, no impact testing. Right. Yeah. I was kind of expecting Jason Jordan to show up in the Rumble and maybe eliminate Seth. Maybe that would been a little too direct. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, we got the interesting spot where Roman eliminates Seth. Yeah, no, that was fun. I thought that was cool. It was good. Um, but yeah, Jason Jordan, I don't know. It was. I, I personally thought this was hilarious. Yeah. Because it just further plays into the Jason Jordan as like, you know, freaking clueless. Weird yeah, he's a, bit, he's a bit oblivious at times. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It was kind of fun. Seth and Cesaro especially was doing, were doing some good stuff in this match. Really fast-paced yeah, yeah. Uh, in-ring work. Yeah, those guys are always good. I think they, they used to travel together. I don't know if they still do. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, next up, we had the Universal Championship match which featured Braun Strowman, Kane, and a very red from the moment he stepped on foot on the stage, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, usually he doesn't get that hue until maybe 45 seconds into the match. This look, man, Brock took some pretty decent bumps in this. I'm not going to I'm not going to talk crap, but this match had zero inspiration behind well, it. Well, there's Here's the thing. There's some there's a lot of spots, a lot mm-hmm. of destruction. There's just zero drama to any of it. Yeah, I know. The most dramatic bit is when uh, it looked like Braun need Brock in the face a little too stiff. Yeah. And then Brock legit punched him in the ear, it looked like. And Braun stumbled. A little like, bit, yeah. yeah. It was a real stumble. You yeah. could tell. And even after that point, you can kind of read the look on Braun's face like, do I, like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I was just overlooking it or overthinking it, rather. But, like, the look on Braun's face when him and Brock would square off after that one-on-one, 
Braun seemed uncertain, like, are we cool now that he punched me in the face after I accidentally need him a little too hard in the head? Or are, is he going to continue to be, like, you know, unprofessional? <laughs> because that's essentially what it is. You don't go tit for tat. I mean, I'm not a pro wrestler. I'm sure plenty of people have. We've seen that 20 years ago when, you know, what is it, Perry Saturn? Didn't he start shooting on a on a guy when he, I don't know what it was. But we've seen that happen before, but I just kind of figure we're kind of over that stuff now because, like, everybody tries to be more professional these days. It's not like, what is the APA beating up on, on Sunday Night Heat? Oh, yeah. yeah. I forget who they're beating up on. I forget now. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like Braun... Was it, was it Public Enemy or Nasty Boys? Somebody like that. I think it was Public Enemy. Yeah, I think so. Isn't Nasty Boys, isn't one of those guys like... Which one was Hogan's friend? Nasty Boys. I think it was the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Public Enemy. Public Nobody's enemy. beating up on Hogan's friend. No. Um, but Braun hasn't been in the industry, so, and I could be completely misreading this, but Braun hasn't been in the industry that long, and I feel like since he's come in has been kind of an era of people are kind of professional. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, you know, he, he tossed his knee a little too hard at Brock, and then Brock legit punched him in the, in the head, and I just felt like Braun was like, okay, well, what do I do? How do I handle this? I just, I got that look from his face, mm. and maybe I was projecting because I was like, crap, how would you handle that situation, you know? It's not like you can say, hey, dude, sorry, man, but chill out. Well, I mean, there's always a moment, where, you know, it's like when people call spots, you can throw a quick in, my bad. Yeah, I know. Hey, don't punch me in the face again, dude. Yeah. Who? I mean, because I still think Brock would probably win in a shoot match. Oh, maybe, yeah. Probably. I mean, Braun could probably lift more than Brock, but Brock has all that experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, anyways. Well, anyways. There was, there was a lot of crazy spots in this match. Um Tables involved. The thing is, the SummerSlam, the SummerSlam match. Oh, it's such a high bar. It's such such a massively high bar for this type of match, and then Vince has just sort of continued on with this type of match, and it's been, it has just hasn't been as good. Yeah. Then. No, I agree with that. And he had Kane in there, and you can't help but think, man, Kane is not in good shape, and he's super old, and, and he, he really was not that involved. No, eating the pin. No, he wasn't, and that's what he did. He ate the pin. Um, um, but there were some some decent spots. Uh, uh, Brock takes the chair to Kane, tries to do the same to Braun. This is all after Braun got punched in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, Braun hits the chair out of Brock's hands. Um, a little further on, Braun sets up a couple tables in the ring. One, you know, set up. The other one leaning against the corner. Um, Braun chokeslam Kane, goes for the pin. Brock breaks it up, and then Braun goes to Suplex City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like four suplexes or so. And then Braun gets up, power slams Brock to the table. That's all set up. Yeah. And then Kane breaks up the pin. And then there's a spot where Braun is just like in front of the table in the corner of the ring. And Kane just kind of pushes him a little bit. Yeah. And Braun goes through the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Kane chokeslams Braun, goes to the pin. Brock breaks it up. Brock F5s Kane. But then, this was great. Braun German suplexes Brock. Off of Kane to break up the pin. And it, it was it felt like dead weight because yeah. he did it from laying down. Yeah, and he brought him up, and that was really impressive. Yeah. Like I said, I think Braun can lift more than Brock, but Brock could probably beat him in a fight. Maybe punching power, you mean? Punching power. Um, back outside the ring, Brock f fives Braun through the announce table and then throws another announce table on top of him, mm-hmm. hearkening back to their SummerSlam uh, match. Um, and then Brock f fives Kane through the announce table. Um, Braun somehow powers out. From uh, Nelson Steele being on top of him, mm-hmm. goes after Brock. Two power slams to Brock. 
And then uh, Kane goes after Braun with a chair, kind of gets Braun out of the equation for a little bit, gives Brock enough time to hit Kane with a, a, a final F5, mm. picks up the win, retains the universal title. It was all pretty underwhelming. It was. I mean, if you look on the paper, like, oh, wow, F5 through announce tables and yeah. announce tables getting tossed on top of people. I was like, oh, that could have been really cool. This wasn't a whole lot of drama. Everybody knew that Brock was going to retain. Well, you look at you look at the SummerSlam match, and you have people who really know how to build a match. You have Roman Reigns, who actually does know how to build a match these days. You had Samoa Joe, who's an expert on that stuff. Yeah. Um, who else was in that match? It was Braun and then Brock. Brock and Braun, yeah. So you have two guys who actually can be. And Braun, like, learns. But especially with Samoa Joe and, and Roman Reigns, those guys really know how to build a match. And I think that match was, it, it was booked really well in terms of well, how it to was, build it. It was paced really well. It was well. paced Whereas really this well, one was yeah. just bang, 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 bang. There was no let up. There was no, you didn't really feel like anybody had a chance to sell anything because there was just so much, it seemed like they tried to jam so much in a 12-minute match. This would have been, I, I just think that Finn versus Brock would have been so much better in this case. That's what, that's what the rumored original lineup was. Yeah. Uh, that led to the women, the first ever historic main eventing women's Royal Rumble match. Um, I was, uh, I loved who the winner was. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I wish was, he was booked a bit more dominant. I liked some of the surprise entrants. Yeah. I was disappointed that we didn't get more NXT. Um, by my count, we got two, Kyrie Sane and Ember Moon. That is a massive disappointment. Mm-hmm. I am such a fan of NXT, and we did not really get... Especially I mean, we heard there were supposed to be nine of them in the match. Are they still counting uh, Absolution and the Riot Squad? As I don't NXT? believe so. They're on the main roster. I know. Uh, anyways, uh, Alexa Bliss and Charlotte, they took our advice. They came out and sat ringside. I, I preferred thrones. At the top of the ramp, right? Right. Or a throne for Charlotte and a lifeguard chair. Yes. Didn't somebody say that? I believe show? Robert Stack said that. In our, uh, <laughs> Robert Stack. Our super chat, yes. Um, they sat ring, ringside, yes. Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch were the first two competitors to mm-hmm. the ring. Yep. Um, and then our first surprise came at number five, Lita. Yeah, so the whole, oh, I wasn't invited, but I'm on the chair thing, bit of a swerve. Mm-hmm. She's in good standing with the company. Seems she looked like a million bucks, yep. and she did some cool stuff. There was a very scary moonsault. But she hit it. But she hit it. Didn't kill herself. The crowd chanted, you still got it. Yep. And I agree, she still does have yep. it. Yep. Um, she eliminated Mandy Rose, and later on, Tamina. Mm-hmm. Next surprise entrant, Kyrie Sane at number six. And she was immediately just a great bolt of energy. She is so obscenely ready for Maine. Mm-hmm. She's a better wrestler than probably 90%. I'd say she's a better wrestler than everybody on Maine except for the four horsewomen mm-hmm. and Asuka. Mm-hmm. But she's there with them because yeah. she's so good and she's so, she's so fluid. Mm-hmm. She's so good. Man. And that top rope elbow is something else. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, Becky eliminates Lita. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dana Brooke eliminates Kyrie Sane. Bit of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Tori Wilson. Or somebody who purports to be Tori Wilson. She does not look like Tori Wilson. Not really. She doesn't. I mean, look, here's the thing. Like, I, I, After she showed up at Raw 25, I was like, she doesn't really look like Tori Wilson. I looked her up on, I, I found her Instagram, and she does like a lot of fitness stuff, right? Yeah. And it's like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's her, but good Lord, she looks like she's 25 still. Yeah. And she literally looks like a different person now. So I don't know if she's, you know, people get work done, whatever. It's their prerogative. Yeah. So that's cool. But she literally looks like a different person. Yeah, she does look different. So we were calling her NWO Tori Wilson the entire time. I mean, based on her Instagram here, this is the person that was on the show. Yeah, right? Yeah. 
I know. But like all those pictures, and you see that throwback picture, and it yeah. looks like a different person. Yeah, I know. It does. It's so weird. Anyways. Uh, she eliminated Dana Brooke. We had Sonya Deville, Liv Morgan. Oh, the next big surprise. Oh. A very welcome one, Molly Holly. Oh, man, she looked great. Swerved us all. Yeah. She literally looks like the exact same person who she I was, saw. She was performing ago. almost the exact same Oh, my way God, I know. She was probably, in my opinion, like the best performing returning legend. I don't know. Trish looked pretty good, too. Oh, Trish looked great. But she was performing great, too. Yeah, she, she still do good. all, all yeah, her old yeah. moves. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Michelle McCool came out. She dominated for a good stretch. She dominated. That was weird. I always kind of felt that sort of a combination with the Bellas a little bit, that the whole women's revolution thing was in response to that period in the mid-aughts. Michelle McCool, um, Kelly Kelly, just wrestling like that, you know, wasn't all that great. And... I, so I was kind of surprised that they gave her so I mean, she's the Undertaker's wife. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of surprised that they gave her so much. I mean, I'm not that familiar with her work because I wasn't watching a ton of wrestling back then. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Right, 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 right. You know, what kind of matches she put on. Yeah. Because also back, you know, when she was around, Mickey James was around. Well, it was the just, tail end I mean, of Trish being were, around. They were still approaching the women's division. I'm not saying that they can't wrestle good, although... From what I was reading in chat, like Kelly Kelly was not a no, very she good wasn't wrestler. a very good wrestler. Yeah. she was still around when, when I got back into yeah, it. Yeah, but like I mean, Beth Phoenix, I always remember Beth Phoenix. Yeah, she's a good, good wrestler. Yeah. there was always somebody. There was always somebody around. Like Mickey James was around back then. She was always a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. Victoria was a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I don't know when she left. Um, but like they never fought, like they always always had that element in the women's division back then, the divas division. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like Kelly Kelly's gimmick was when she came into ECW was like uh, exhibitionist. She would just, like, strip a lot, apparently. And so it's like, that's just not the direction that they're going now. So it's kind of interesting when they have returning legends. It's like people from a division that they're really getting away from. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the no, interesting I know. thing I know. about it. Yeah, and I agree with that. This is one of my favorites. Number 16 was Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. That was awesome. Great for her. Crowd started giving her an Eddie chant. That was awesome. Yeah, she was yelling, excuse me, excuse me. She yeah, was eliminated. Me. Yeah. Um, Carmella came in at 17, and she was doing some good character work. I lo- Carmella's so good these days. Mm-hmm. I loved her Mixed Match Challenge match with Big E yeah. against Asuka and Miz. She was doing some really, really fun stuff. Um, when Asuka came into the ring, uh, Carmella acted like she's going to run up on her. Instead, put on the brakes, hightailed it out of there. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, it was fun. It was really cool. Um, uh, the Kelly Kelly mentioned, mentioned her, yeah. Kelly mm-hmm. Kelly at 19, mm-hmm. Naomi at 20. Um, Ruby Riot came in earlier at 15, and she was the one that eliminated Becky Lynch, so I'm guessing yeah. we're getting that feud on SmackDown. That'd be good. Uh, number 21, Jacqueline. Wow. Awesome. Really cool to see her. She looked great, yeah. especially for her age. She's pretty high up there in age. Um, when she got eliminated, that it, that looked like it hurt. Cause oh, she yeah, yeah, right yeah. On her hip, hip, yeah. And there looked like there was pain in her face. So, like, you know... That was it was it was a uh, bravo bravado performance mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from Jacqueline. Uh, Nia Jax at twenty two at uh, number twenty three. Ember Moon. Yeah, that was cool. Still selling that arm injury. Yeah, that was great. That was awesome. But I wanted more NXT. Yeah, I'm really surprised. No iconic duo. No Nikki Cross. That I mean, those, honestly, those were the ones that I really wanted. At least Peyton Royce and Nikki Cross put mm-hmm. them in there because mm-hmm. I, I feel like there were some that really they they could have been gone and. We would have been okay. Uh, Beth Phoenix at 24. It was great seeing her. She looked amazing still. Yeah. She looked great. She had a great moment with Natalia. Of course, they used to be like, you know, allies back in the day. Not today because Natalia eliminated her. Yep. It's pretty cold-blooded. Really Natalia. was. 
Uh, Asuka comes in at 25. Mm-hmm. Um, great uh, stare down between her and Ember Moon. Yeah, it was good. They fight for a bit. Asuka's like mocking her She's arm injury. The arms like, ooh, look at that. Um, but Ember Moon hits her with an eclipse. That was fun. With one arm, basically. Mm-hmm. But in the end, Asuka eliminates her. Yep. I love. I hope they do that. I hope they carry on that tradition. Whoever's NXT champion. Oh, I know. Goes in the Rumble. Rumble. Yeah. That's I'm great. really disappointed, or somewhat disappointed, that Pete Dunne wasn't in the Men's Rumble. Me too. He was at the uh, Takeover yesterday from the pre-show. I know. Not surprised. They treat that UK title like crap. Mm-hmm. What a bummer. I know. Uh, Mickey James at 26, and then at 27 and 28, the Bellas. Yeah. I mean, I know they get pops and everything. I'm not really a fan. Just not. Uh, anyways, that set up. And then Bailey at 29. Trish Stratus at number 30. She looked amazing. She looked fantastic. Um, Still pulling the, off all her moves, too. Yeah. It was pretty great. Final four ended up being the Bellas, Sasha Banks, and Asuka. Sasha Banks lasted, I think they said, 43 minutes. Um, and uh, Sasha Banks was really trying to take it to Asuka. The Bellas kind of swerved Sasha Banks at yeah. the last moment. Tossed her out. Um, oh, we, sorry. Before we continue, we should talk about there's a great bit between Trish and Mickey James. Oh, that was fun. That was of course, cool. They have a bunch of history. Right, right, right. In the end, Trish eliminated Mickey. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody eliminates Nia Jax. Sorry, I'm going to get us caught up to, for the final four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sasha eliminated Bailey. Yes. Um, and then uh, Trish eliminates Natalia. And then Sasha eliminates Trish. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Final four Sasha, Asuka, Nikki Bella, Brie Bella. Yes. Um, at first, everybody teams up on Asuka. Um, Sasha gets Oscar set up for the double knee drop in the corner. Bellas take advantage. Eliminate Sasha. You're done. So final three. Bellas, Oscar. Um, uh, Brie ends up on the apron. Nikki hits her finisher on Oscar. And then Nikki eliminates her sister. Bad idea. Final two. Nikki and Oscar. They both end up on the apron, uh, kicking at each other and whatnot. Then Oscar ends up kicking Bri- uh, Nikki Bella. In her shins, more or less. Yeah, pretty much. Didn't really look like a connection. And then Nikki uh, was eliminated. Oscar is your winner. So then Charlotte and Alexa Bliss get off their chairs. Their office chairs, yes. <laughs> they head up into the ring, and Oscar then stands between them, you know, and then she's supposed to make the big decision who mm-hmm. she's going to challenge in media, yes. And will she fight? And then um, Joan Jett's bad reputation comes on. And then uh, Ronda Rousey's name highlighted like Roddy Piper's name. Correct. Shows up on the Titantron. She comes out. Big smile on her face. Yeah, she's very happy to be there. Big goofy leather jacket she's wearing uh-huh. and a big fangirlish smile on her face. Yeah. You know, that's good. Let her yeah. enjoy the moment. I think it's awesome. So she gets in the ring. Yeah. And then confusion happens. Yeah. So if any, if at any point during this pay-per-view there needed to be a crystal clear message that was sent... If, if any time we needed clarity on a situation, I know. it was at this point, and I know. didn't get it. I know. So she, she she gets in the ring. She goes up to to Charlotte, to Alexa, or looks at their belts, looks at Oscar, uh, 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 Oscar, turns, points at the WrestleMania sign. Well, like, she tries to shake Oscar's hand. And I Asuka, think that happens after she points. Oh, okay. She points at the WrestleMania sign like uh, uh, Ace Attorney. <laughs> the Phoenix Wright? Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Yeah. Does that. And then she tries to shake Asuka's hand. Asuka slaps it. And she just says, I'll see you there. Yeah. But then she's still looking at Charlotte and Alexa. Yeah. So who is she going to see at Mania? Well, then she gets down and she starts, like, going around the ring slapping hands with fans. And then she arrives to Stephanie McMahon, who had come out to do commentary. Yeah. 
And they give a handshake. Stephanie does not look happy. No. She claims she has no idea why Rhonda's there. I find that dubious. Like I mean, dubious she's, claim. she's an executive she of the company. Know. She should know. Yeah. Um, and then Rhonda, I thought she pointed to the sign two more times. She did. She did down by Steph. And then okay. she walks up the ramp and points again. So the only thing we've established from all of this is that Ronda Rousey could be involved in Mania in some capacity. Yes. And since she went in while Asuka was going to declare who she's going to face off, it leads me to believe that she's either wrestling Asuka or one of the champions. I mean, you would think that. Let me ask you this. This is the more. But she didn't win the Rumble. She shouldn't get to make that choice. No, she should not. And she lost like her last, what, two fights in, for realsies. Let me ask you this. What? Do they know they don't? That's the thing. That's the thing. They don't know what she's going to do. Nope. She should probably fight Stephanie. See, because at, at uh, TakeOver, after Shayna uh, Baszler lost, she'd walk up the ramp, put the four horsewomen sign. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought, oh, they're going to tease that. Yeah. Which I guess they still could. They could do that, yeah. So I don't know if they want to do uh, Rousey versus Charlotte 101. It, Rousey versus Oscar would make a lick of sense. Would make no, any sense. it wouldn't. Oscar is the title there shot. Is, she gets her there title There's no shot. winner there. Yeah, they're not going to do a Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. Right. They could do Rousey versus Stephanie. Yeah, those are their options. Rousey, Stephanie, or or four four horsewomen versus four horsewomen. Yeah, they could do that. But last we heard, Justin Duke and I'm sorry, who's Roger Strong's wife? Uh, Marina Schaefer. Thank you. I don't think they're training right now to do that stuff. So that I don't think that's going to happen. Um. I would, God, I would hate, okay, so she can't, here's the thing, Ronda Rousey has to win at Mania. Yeah. Whatever she does, she has to win. Yeah. She can't become a champion because she's not going to be full-time. No. In my opinion. I mean, that, maybe there's some wiggle room, but I don't think so. That's tough. Brock can pull it off because right. he's at least been in the company for a while. Brock is in the company for what, 50 days a year? Yeah. Something. I mean, even prior to that. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's sure. an established yeah. wrestler. Oscar would be terrible because they have a lot of money in Oscar, and what, she's going to lose to... Ron Rousey, that's a terrible idea. It's an awful the idea. The crowd would boo the crap out of that. Yeah, and so. they should. has to be Stephanie. It has to be Stephanie. Even though Stephanie's not a very good wrestler. No. But she can handle herself, and she might be able to put on enough frills. If they make it really, really overbooked and gimmicky yeah. somehow, I mean, they can do it. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be a spectacle. It's going to be what it is. Yeah. Um, so, you know, who knows? But they don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's who knows. Not at all. They don't. So at least we got some clarity in terms of Mania. Um, Nakamura versus AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, we'll probably still, unless barring injury or something, Reigns versus Lesnar, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but we don't know what Balor's doing. Yeah. Still guessing it'll be Seth versus Jason Jordan. Yeah. Feebar against... Don't know. No idea. Don't know. Authors Pain, maybe. I don't know. May- oh, yeah, there you go. They're done in NXT. Yeah. But we are now officially on the, on road, the road to WrestleMania. Right? Yeah. Yeah, point some more, Steve. So there you go. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Yeah. That's it for us. Hilton. No, you know what? Hilton's not here. Yeah, Hilton's, Hilton's not here. supposed to be at our live stream, and instead he went and got liquored up at some bar somewhere. So I'm going to do my own out music. I miss you, Hilton. Anyways, that's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye. Catch later. Bye.
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.